And so tonight, the United States now has over 211,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus, over 4,700 deaths. The frustrating thing about all of this is it really just feels like it's too little, too late. WEMS Radio, and we back. And I told you I had a very special guest coming up, and here we are. We got Imp. What's up, yo? Boom. What's up? How we feeling? Everything's good. Everything's good. How is? No, uh, I know you have the infamous, one? the infamous Amadeus, but you go by Imp, right? 
Yeah, well, people people that know me personally, they they call me if I actually go by if. Um, I think a lot of people that that listen to me on radio or if they don't know me personally, they refer to me as Amadeus because of the way my name is structured. So it's like the infamous Amadeus. But my actual name is actual infamous. Like that is my actual name. And what? I, I, yeah, so my actual name is, if my name was always infamous. Um, and then, you know, I wanted something like, um, like the Notorious B.I.G. Um, and obviously heavily influenced by Mob Deep, like the infamous Mob Deep. So I had found out that um, Amadeus was Mozart's real name. So ah. I just added, I added Amadeus on it and I became the infamous Amadeus. But, you know, this is why people around me call me Inf because they know me as infamous in a sense. It's, it's weird, but it's- you know, I mean, because you are infamous. I mean, yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> very popular, very talented. I mean, and you, you've been super busy and from being super busy, you know, it brings you to where you are now. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. you work hard and things happen. Mm -hmm. Right, and yeah, progress. Are, I, I would say a mogul if people don't know. Yeah, they, they're finding out slowly but surely. Yeah, I mean, um, thank you actually. I've been to a previous event of yours at um, Haiti, mm -hmm. and um, I know it's on one of the nights where I do my show, and mm -hmm. it, it's definitely fun. And you guys always have a lot of people that come out. And with that being said, I see that you're well known pretty much everywhere, mm -hmm. you know. So of course, wherever you're at, people want to follow. Mm -hmm. So I definitely thank you for being on live with Taji. I'm so honored. <laughs> I, I thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. very appreciative. So mm -hmm. I want to get straight into this because you know we have this pandemic going on. Yeah. And we're around the stage, um, same age. You know, I'm mm -hmm. not gonna say, but we're in the same era. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't think, no, I'm not going to say I don't think I, we haven't been through any, anything like this ever. No, no, definitely and, not. I mean, we're going through this now in year 2020. Mm -hmm. And of course, um, on my Instagram, the news feed came up and automatically I seen this big sign, COVID-19. Mm -hmm. And so what? Obviously, you know what inspired you, but what made you say, you know what, I need to drop an EP, COVID-19? Um, you know, it, it, it's very hard for me to be a musician, Taj, um, because obviously my priority throughout the years has become radio now. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's very hard for me to be a musician, for me to um, write in the manner that I write. And if anyone who listens to my, to my, 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 my music, you, you know that lyricism is a priority for me. Mm -hmm. um, and, and wordplay, penmanship, double, triple entendres in, in my lyrics. So it, it's, it's very difficult for me to get into a space consistently where I can say, you know what, I just want to write music. It's hard. So once, I, once the quarantine happened and I seen it was a real situation, I basically just took advantage of it. I said, you know what, I'm going to write a new EP and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it COVID-19 to um you know basically bait uh, place the time period that it's at it's it's not the name of the project is not really so much about the content on the project it's more about the time period so this is this is where i recorded i mixed it and i released it and i, I did the whole entire ep in a week um I, I did everything in a week recording mixing mastering in a week um oh my gosh. For, 
for those for those who follow me, I'm sure everyone because they've been asking me what happened to my any day now series because I was going to at this time drop the second any day now, which was going to mm. be a, a a lo-fi project. People heard the aggressive any day now, but you know plans just changed. Like this was just something that happened. I said, you know what, I can't drop this type of music right now. I need to be outside for this. You know what? Let me let, let me huddle back into the space that right. I think people are comfortable hearing me and the couple hear me in this aggressive, you know, 90 style punchlines. The lo-fi thing would just be a complete turn. I was about to say that I could I could tell from hearing it that I could hear the 90 style behind it. And I can hear the realness. Like Yeah, yeah. People pe- people have people have become accustomed to hearing to hearing me like that. You know, in all, in all fairness, I'm not really in that space anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the things that I'm talking about in, in these rhymes are, it, it, it's real, it's real shit, but it's past tense. You know what I'm saying? I'm not on the block no more, obviously, you know what I mean? But I've been there, you know, and I've been, right. I've done all that, you know? Um, so I, the purpose of the lo-fi album was to kind of me be able to rap what I am now, in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm a, I, I'm a homeowner, I work on the radio, you know, I got a family, you know? And that's what I kind of wanted to portray. But once the COVID-19 happened, it was back to hoodie season. It's like, put your hoodie on. It's time to go back to the trap and go back to what it is because now we're bunkered down. You know what I mean? Speaking of hoodies, I see you got your matching hat. You know, Mm -hmm. I remember you've got like 50 million hats. (laughs) Yeah, I got got 437, exactly. (laughs) Oh, my. You know, my husband will not stop talking about that. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I've collected a lot of hats. I collect a lot of hats through the years. Um, so where, where Sirius XM is, there's a lids on the same block. So I, I would go and get like three hats like oh. every time I would DJ. And then just basically accumulated, you know, throughout That's time. trouble. That's just <laughs> trouble right there. <laughs> I don't have space for them no more. No more. So being that you're so busy, you know, Shade 45 on, you know, Sirius XM. And I mean, you have other shows as well you know on thursday yeah. friday yeah you know i see you have some uh, something else coming out yeah so i i mean um so the i have my, hour? yeah so i have my uh my podcast uh the infamous hour which is under iHeartRadio. um the infamous hour w- w- was a was a deal that i had acquired with iHeartRadio at a time where i had got taken off of air on sirius xm there, there was a time period where i got taken off air because of some legality um, issue. Um, not, it had nothing to do with me per se, but essentially there was like a law that was passed um, basically saying that if you were on air, you had to get paid a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And, I, and at that time I wasn't getting paid to be there. You know, at, at that time I was just there, you know what I mean? Right. And before people start going, oh, you know, trust me, 90% of the DJs that you listen to are not getting paid to be at the radio station. They have what's called the contract from zero dollars. At this time, I had no contract. I was just there. I was on air. And so to protect themselves, they had to remove me off air for a certain amount of time to, to, let, the, to let the time period pass. So I, I was off air. Jesus, it was a while. I was off air almost, wow, Todd, I want to say about 10 months I was off air. Almost a year. I was about to say about almost a year. Wow. Yeah, almost about a year. And then when I when I was able to get back on air, I wasn't able to talk for like another seven months because of this law that was passed. Yeah. So so essentially when you when you do television, when you do radio, um, you, you basically have to sign waivers every time you go on air. 
right? So if you go to Sirius XM, you have to sign a waiver. If you go to Fox News, you got to sign a waiver. So yeah. I was essentially on air for like two and a half years every single day with no waiver. You see what I'm saying? Uh. So, and, and it, it was more because of, of the luck of what happened. Like I, I started as a film guy. And then by the luck of the draw, I ended up getting on air. And I didn't even know how to DJ when I first got there. DJing is new. Like, I just started DJing like two years ago. Um, so the You're great at it, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. I, yeah, I, I, um, I like playing music for the fans, and I think they enjoy it as well. But anyway, just, you know, so moving. So when this time had happened, you know, I had such a, a buzz from SiriusXM. I didn't want to, you know, lose it. So I, I had acquired a deal with iHeartRadio to do my own show on the Infamous Hour. But... I basically held it for a long time. And then once I partnered with Boom Bat Nation, which a lot of guys see that I'm working with now, I, I said, you know what, this is the right time to do it. So now, um, you know, the infamous hour is out and, um, and it's dope. We, we, we're at half a million streams. Um, and, slow, and slowly but surely, I'm converting the infamous hour into more of a talk radio show as opposed to like an interview type of thing where, you know, I, I do a lot of broadcasts on Facebook at nine o'clock. I, I have callers, we have general topics. Um, and I, I really want to get more to the journalistic aspect of music as opposed mm. to being categorized as like a DJ or just like some radio guy. Like the great ones are all right. journalists. Sway is a journalist, you know, like these are journalists. So this is, this is where I'm trying to go right now. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I just wanted to tap into, you know, other things about you for those yeah, that uh, don't know, you know, but um, I don't want to stray away from the, the fact that you dropped the EP COVID-19. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to talk more about you being a music artist because, you know, I understand how you could be talented at so many things and you want to show that. Yeah. But, and there's always that you can love more than one thing at a time. I get it. Mm -hmm. But there's always that, you know what that I mean? That, it's that one thing that is like, that's my heart. Like, that's mm -hmm. my baby. That's, mm -hmm. you know, of course, family's first. But, you yeah, know. Of course, yeah. um, mm -hmm. So would you say, like, being a music artist is your number one? Not saying you have to choose, but that's the thing. Yeah. That would be, like, your go-to. Like, I understand you said journalism is where you want to be yeah. at. But you don't really get to be a music artist because you're yeah. always so busy on radio yeah. and so forth. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say I would say ten years ago, being an artist would have definitely been my number one thing. Um, I think now that I'm a little older and my priorities have shifted, um, I would say hip hop in general is just what I love and everything that comes with hip hop. But what I will say is being an MC out of all my talents, you know, film you know, selling nutcrackers on National Geographic, whatever it is, being a rapper is my number one talent, being an MC. So yeah, in that aspect, absolutely. Being a rapper is the best thing that I do out of all the things that people know me for. Um, and I, I think it all just kind of, fall. and it, it's amazing to be able to express yourself and to see um, the fans and the people enjoy the music. Plus we are also living in a time now where, you know, bars, being able to rap is actually mm -hmm. cool again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's cool again to be able to rap, you know? So, you know, especially I, when you're really great at it. When you're really great at it. And a lot of guys that are coming out now as lyricists, they're all around our age groups. I remember like before, like if you wasn't like 20, you know, you wasn't able to get on. Now you could be 30 something and, yeah. and, and come out as a new artist and everybody's receptive to it. Yeah. You gotta be really dope for that though. No, you gotta be super <laughs> quiet. <laughs> 
for that. Like, because mm-hmm. you already know people and I are, you want to come out and think you can rap. We'll be looking at you like, yeah, going to do some dumb. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not for you. <laughs> but it's a six track EP. Yeah. It's first one, you just went straight to the point on the first track stimulus package. Yeah, straight, straight, straight to the point. Um, so I, uh, so out of the out of the six tracks, five of them are new, and the last song, Carrots, was on another album that I had called The Untouchables. And um, what ended up happening was the the guy that produced this whole EP, I didn't know him at the time that I did that album. I had just was given the beat by someone. So we started there, like by remixing that record, and then I said I'm gonna write it. But yeah, the stimulus package thing, it was dope because I, I got to have like my daughters, they, they, they're the ones saying the COVID-19 thing in the beginning. Ah. Like so like I had like, my daughters and then we pulled news clips and then um, I was able to like just spit, you know, a, a straightforward um, record, um, a, a little violent, but you know, just, <laughs> I mean, there, there are some gems in there. Um, but yes, I mean, stimulus package is just, you know, in, in my opinion, the work that I created is hip hop stimulus package because we, we didn't really get a body of work um, during this time. So I feel like, you know what, let me give hip hop the COVID-19 stimulus package. Now with the COVID-19 EP, is it more relating to, like you said, more of you and what you've been through, whether it's past, present or future, or is there some ties of the actual COVID-19 aspect in that as well? No. Um, Nah, it, it's more personal uh, shit that I've been through, and it's it's more like a lot of past tense. Even though everything that I wrote is new on there, um, and then there are some things that's COVID nineteen related. Like for example, like the record that's out right now is called I Chew. So it's like, it, it's, uh, yeah. So it's <laughs> I like, thought that it, was cute. It, yeah, it's I Chew, but it's a super aggressive '90s record, you know. But it it, it it's the I Chew metaphor. It's like you know you can't be around niggas that's spitting and sneezing. But you know, mm. I'm I'm spitting gas, so I'm spitting lyrics. So it, it kind of a, applies in the same context as COVID nineteen. You like you can't be around niggas that spit, but guess what? You can't be around me either because I'm spitting balls. So it's mm. the same thing. That but but like I, right there. Yeah, but like I said previously, the COVID nineteen concept is more based around the time frame more right. than anything. It, it's definitely because this is a period of time. You know, this is going down in the record books, like forever. Yeah. The world famous Check, look, motherfuckin' straight duckin' when I come through Cause when that tick blizz, yeah, I hot you and bless you to the next dimension If it's my name you mention, yeah, I get wicked Microphone physics to be specific My lyrics encrypted with hidden gifts if you gifted Predicted to spit hot shit if you insisted I'm getting lifted with your missus in the Pacific Amazing, spit radiation when I'm blazing The Mary jane got my eyes looking Asian With no persuasion, spit tracks of information Them whack raps get you back smacked across the nation A criminal, individual spitting subliminal Until the 40 get rid of you during the interviews Critical
critical I'm the pit of me if that's your pinnacle I'll leave you in critical condition when I spit at you Rich is hustling crack until they money up Backpacking crack in the sack until the sun be up Backcracking clapping the Mac until the gun be up Matter of fact, I'm clapping the gag until you hover up Everywhere like COVID-19, I'm like a dream Till you lean and you seen in a hospital machine A physician give you the streets what they've been missing We in need deep spit heat, we the commission Youngin' Motherfuckin' straight duck in when I come through Cause when yeah. it's bliss, yeah, I hot you and bless you to the next dimension If it's my name you mention, listen Love, my shots riddled, your block crippled, of course We my n- pop pistols, you cop nickels and scorch weed Block on official, the cop crystals is costly Glock on missile, my shots whistle, get off me We strategists, rap catalysts at his maximus My activists are activating rap on paralysis Young men doing this is way back Your bitch wanna top me cause my jewels are on rocky like ASAPs The top soldier shot spit flipping your drop over Your clicker turns when it lift out the Glock holster yeah. My wrist is all lit like my got stockholders yeah. Bullets spit sick like that fifth got Glock homers Bop to be a body, I'm inside that from the Tommy The shotty got more kick than karate Cause I be plotting while you sitting in your lobby It's homicide, I bust eclipses a hobby It's over, it's straight ducking when I come yeah. through Cause when that tick bliss, yeah. well, I'll hot you and bless you to the next dimension If it's my name you mention, listen We be the information If it's my name you mention, listen I'm from a crime family We got polite manners But we might pop hammers Paparazzi flash cameras I was in a bronze phantom I broke oaths for celibate shorties I'm from a broken home We only link when putting fam under soil Money satisfied like half of my mood Then there's a part of me that's distant, quiet, dangerous Put my pain into Ableton I spin a 38 like a dreidel or make a hater flip Loose change fly out his pockets The shell cases spit Throughout my halo Put some chips on the table I give your bitch a souvenir She sniffs from Barbados Get too to about your clicking if you inked with a label Loose lips sink ships make situations that's fatal To the autumn Basquiat, to the block I'm still same old Campanelli lobster tail, sprinkle parsley and basil This for my dogs locked in cages or locks on their ankle We can make fortunes together but it take two to tango I gotta get it Motherfuckin' straight duck in when I come through Cause when it tick bliss, yeah I hot you and bless you to the next dimension If it's my name you mention, listen if it's my name you mention, listen. We be the infamous. If it's my name you mention, listen. You know I give it up though. COVID-19, the infamous song of is. We back at it though. <laughs> if it's my name you mention, listen. The world famous. Up high. It's a f***ing robbery, put your f*** in the sky yeah. Look, 
trust my nigga, I get at him. My nigga, you get at him. I can send them goons up top, then go and clap him. Throw him in that river when I body bag rap him. Hands in the air, it's the motherfucking I'm on top of my game, whether it's rap or cock in the flame. Thoughts fly like missiles when they hop on my brain. I'm insane, ain't a nigga who's stopping my reign. All you hear is gunshots, bodies drop when I aim. Take the oath for me, hand on your heart where it's supposed to be. Thou shalt not violate if you close to me. Your blood stains is what remains on your rosary. The tech will leave you flaming like you said you gay openly. My mind's gone, I'm a time bomb when I grind strong. Got diamonds big enough to be a mountain to lie on. Got watches big enough to be a mountain to climb on. Counting with my papers, a mountain and I'm gone. You know me, OG flow is on OD. If your flows are OZ, then mine's is a whole key. You slipping slugs, spitting while you sipping the OE. I'm gripping lane switcher while I'm whipping the full speed. I'm dirtier, body bag rap, I'm straight murderer. Gats make niggas act like they never heard of ya. Flow hot, but my heart's colder than suburbia. About to set the stage on blaze when the burner's up. All the chitter chat packs, I get rid of that. The Mac and melt the fucking Yankee side off your fitted cap. Your team boot off stage when you spit a rap. That's why I'm dumping whack rappers' bodies with the rivers out. If you don't love me, you love it. Don't want me when I die, youngin'. Trust, I got my hands up high. It's a fucking robbery. Put your in the sky. Look, trust, trust my nigga. I get at him. I can send them goons up top, then go and clap them. Throw them in that river when I body bag wrap them. Hands in the air, it's the motherfucking Hey yo, it's God is my witness. Revolvers is solving my business. I'm calm when I'm armed for your riches. Who is this? Heat that's burning the spot. Glocks to make your head look like a convertible top. If not, it's off the roof into a vertical drop. All these whack. Here is oh, I'm grinding. It's the same story when I'm riding. Hang gliding till it sound like 40 planes are colliding. I'm gripping it. Tracks are like cracks. I'm straight flipping it. You so whack when you rap. DJs is skipping it. I'm on track to get stacks on some different shit. Money long enough to fill up a fucking pyramid. Can't move weight by me. If it's hate by me, it's bye bye. You can say la vie. Your rap style's phonier than a fake ID. Spit sick like I'm mixed with COVID 19. I'm a beast. You don't love me alive and don't want me when I die, youngin'. Trust, I got my hands up high. It's a fucking robbery. Put yeah. your in the sky. Look, tr trust my nigga, I get at him. I can send them goons up top, then go and clap them. Throw them in that river when I body bag wrap them. Hands in the air, it's the motherfucking anthem. You know, we back on that bar, though. We still the untouchables. The world famous. Yeah, yeah. Raph Wise, what's up? We back at it though. And it's good that you said that because you know you'll have the haters listening like, hmm, I don't really hear. I thought I was going to hear something about COVID or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, what happened. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always those mm -hmm. people out there that got something to say. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. it's 2020 and that's just what it is. But I yeah. see you have, um, lo love, uh, listen, I loved it. I was listening mm -hmm. to it like, so I was like, oh, shoot, <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> And um, I see how, that you have Cool G Rap. Yeah, uh, Cool G Rap, um, 
And I, and you know, I gotta give a shout out to the others. You know, Ricky Bats, Lazarus. That's my guy. E Pool. I know them. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No hate to the others. But yeah, but Coogee Rap them. is a is a legend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Coogee Rap. Uh, I met Coogee Rap when I was um doing film directing, and um I spent a lot of time around him. I was doing like a lot of his um like his show performances, like when he would come to New York. They would call me and I would film a lot of the shows. Oh, then, excuse um, me, you got it and, like that, huh? <laughs> and he had a um he had an artist um that I actually knew him like from previous um since I was a kid. So I ended up shooting his video, and then you know G Rap gave me the verse at the time that I had shot the video for um for G Rap and his artist, and that's essentially how I got G Rap on the record. Um, and, and I actually. I actually have another G-Rap record that I'm sitting on right now that I'm just going to wait until you know, mm. the right time to come out and then I'll, I'll put out the second G-Rap record. I mean, G-Rap is, you know, he, he's a legend as far as like lyrics is. And I don't think people really understand how much he's contributed to, to hip hop. Like even like when you hear me rap, like the rapid fire flow, Mm-hmm. Like the big pun flow, like that type of shit. That's oh, all man, based on. You said big pun, man. You know, like like A Z, mm. like this whole rapid fire shit. That's all based on Cool G rap. He's the one that invented that shit, and that's he's dope. still super fire. Like he could rap probably better now than he could before. Mm. Yeah, that's dope. Especially for those that know who he is. Like it's mm-hmm. dope that you have him on your EP. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you knew you was like, yeah, she gonna ask me how that happened. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Answer that ready. I, I mean, a- everybody asked because it's like, you know, you you can't just get a record with Cool G Rap, right? You know, that's like having a record with like Rock Him. Like you cannot just get a record yeah. with these guys. But um, you know, like we were saying before, like I paid a lot of dues in hip hop, so a lot of people see me as like this radio DJ. They don't even know that like my whole film directing resume, you know, I shot all That's the crazy. Videos. Like, like they don't- with a lot of heavy hitters, man. You, you know, people people say like, oh, I sound like Jada Kids. They don't even know, like, I really know these niggas. Like I shot videos for these niggas. I've been on tour with these niggas. Like they don't know. They just, people are looking at me right now in a sense where it's like, he's a radio DJ and he's rapping now. Like they don't really understand that. It's actually the opposite way. Like I only started DJing so I could play my own fucking, you know, records on the radio because nobody was playing my shit the same way they're not playing their shit. Right. You know what I mean? That's why in I order to get them. things done, you got to do something, start something on your own and make yeah. it happen. Yes. And then also support others as well. Because I know yeah. you're not a, just about yourself. No, you know, I, I, did, I did see that you're also a Pisces. I am a Pisces, I was like, yeah. oh, you know, I, I just get like that. Like, what? Yeah. So I really yeah. know you're not just about yourself. Like, of course, you're going to do what you got to do to build your brand. Mm-hmm. Not that it has to continue to be built, but to keep it moving. Of course. But yeah. you're also supportive to others as well, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've yeah. seen um that you've had like other artists on radio shows, play their music, have yeah. them do their bars and all that yeah. other stuff. That's super mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. Well, um, so a lot of people. I mean, they may not know, like, the general audience, but at least the underground knows that I have a cypher on Shade 45 on Thursdays. I mean, on Wednesday, I'm sorry, it's called Serious Serious Cypher. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, for the last year and change, I've been putting three unsigned artists on the radio every single Wednesday. Like, no money, 
none of that shit. Like primetime radio, you just gotta have balls. Um, eventually, when we when the showcase started to pick up, I I started the live cipher at the showcase with the band, and I started picking guys out of the cipher in order to go to Shade Forty Five because I, I think um, one one of the problems with unsigned artists, and it's not all of them. I think a lot of guys feel like they're entitled to things. Like you're entitled. Like I'm from New York. I can rap. I'm entitled. No. Being on radio is a privilege. Being able to walk in the same room as Sway is a privilege. Being on right. the same platform as DJ Premier is a privilege. Being there with Lord Sear, who at the end of the day, without him, none of this shit happens, is a privilege. It's not something you're entitled to because you rap good on your block. No. So I, I start making guys work. Like, nigga, you want to you wanna rap, nigga? Come to my showcase. You know, you know, Taj, we ain't charging niggas for the show for the most part. We ain't charging niggas for the showcase. Come right. spit with a live band, get a dope vibe. And you get a chance to you get on shade. Now that the COVID nineteen has happened, I've shifted this concept to online. So now on Wednesday, on uh, Fridays, I go live on my Instagram, um, and I just let niggas fucking rap on my Instagram, and then I pick six guys, and then from there I have them battle on Monday, and those those three guys I put them on the radio Wednesday, and I've been doing this ever since. So I've already put like fifteen kids from Instagram. Yeah. Like, you just you done started something, so. <laughs> you know, starting something, it's going to be hard to just cut. All right, that's it. It's just too much. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, you know, the emails and the DMs is yeah, constant. it's crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I enjoy, um, you know, just, just on a personal level, um, I enjoy putting these kids on the radio because some of them, this may be the only thing they ever do. Right. And it's just, it's just the reality of it. You know, like, yeah. like a, a lot of these guys, you know, this may be the only thing that they have on their resume. Right. So, you know, if I can provide them for, the, if I can provide that from them to them and it doesn't cost me anything, obviously. And, you know, I, I'm able to reward them for their lyrics. Yeah, and they'll then, never then forget not? that either. They'll never forget Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I put a lot of guys on the radio for the first time. As a matter of fact, a lot of the guys that have been on the cypher, they've never even been to the radio station you know, so, the, you know, a lot of them. And and, and it, it gives me, like, a sense of, like, satisfaction. And it, it's also, like, you know, me paying back for, like, some of the grimy shit I did when I was a kid. Like, just getting in trouble and, like, you know, just doing dumb shit. You know, walking around with two felonies now as, as an adult. So, it's kind of, like, my way of, like, oh, as well, like, repaying society. Like, giving back, back paying it forward yes. kind of thing. Yes, giving it back to the community. But, you know, you live like and you learn. That's the past. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I'm here now. And, you know, and then sometimes I think even so, I don't think it was as easy as it is now. You know, like you yeah. first started out. I don't think it was that. Sometimes it's, you know, till this day, sometimes things can happen depending on who you meet. Of course, you might yeah. just meet the right person, you know. Um, but a lot of things, too. Um, that I also noticed, and I don't know, you can agree with me, you know, I definitely want yeah. to hear what you have to say. Sometimes yeah. a lot of people will assume, like you said, you're, you know, a lot of people know you as just, you know, radio DJ yeah. artist, but sometimes a person may walk in and you may think they're nobody whatsoever, mm -hmm. and you don't know who they are, and it's like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm gonna let you just think that I'm a radio personality. But you don't know what else I do. Yeah. And you don't know who I know. And a lot yeah. of people will look at you like, eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
And then, you know, see Jay-Z come in the room and go run to him knowing damn well you cannot get past security. It ain't happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know how many people is going to be like, yo, listen to this, listen to that yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But that one person that was a nobody, you looked over them and then guess what? You find out who they are. Now they want to be blowing you up. Yeah, blowing well, you up. Well, you know, they be speaking their way in. You know how it goes. Yeah. It's not uh-huh. a, hey, it's Oh, you know, mm-hmm. I saw what you got going on, mm-hmm. you know, just checking in to say what's up. And then, I mean, do you get that sometimes when people like will hit you up and be like, yo, can you, can you send my music for me? Or can I be a part of the cypher? Yeah. You know? Um, I think, I think to this point, um, like where I am now, I kind of think, you know, most people know what it is at this point. Um, but in all fairness, it wasn't always like that. You know, so it, it wasn't always like that. Like I, um, after after I had got signed, to, a lot of people don't know that I was signed to Universal, I was signed to Columbia, and I was signed to Def Jam. Um, yeah, I knew that. I was like, should I bring that up? Should now you can I bring, bring it up. Yeah, now we can talk it up. So after my deal with Def Jam, um, Def Jam had offered me two hundred thousand dollars for the first Any Day Now album. Um, it's called Any Day Now. My first entry. You could actually. The first Any Day Now is actually um, on iTunes. It's from 2012. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And they offered me 200000 but the APR rate on the deal was 67%. So for, for those who know mortgages, mm-hmm. um, a, a APR is your interest. So essentially, you know, I'm going to have to pay you $200,000 back plus 67% on top of that before I even get paid a dollar. Oh, gosh. So, so what ended up happening was I took the deal for $0. And we just put the record out on Island Dev Jam Digital. And at that moment, I realized to say, you know what? I'm in, I was in the same space as all the artists that I work with now. In a sense, it's like, I'm a rapper. I'm just around a bunch of rappers. I don't know anybody. I don't have no connections. I'm in a, I'm, I'm at, I'm in a, you know, a barrel of crabs, just trying to climb a ladder that's, right. you know, keep falling down. So I said, you know what? I'm going to learn the business. And I, I took myself out of being a rapper. Yeah. Now, 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 now that you know that, you know, rap is the best thing that I do because now they know it, it was such an ego hit, like super ego hit. Like I'm not going to rap no more when I I know I'm better than all these niggas anyway. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to rap no more, but it was what was needed because you cannot get like where I am right now being a rapper. You have to bring more to the table. and, And it was important for me to have people respect me as a business person. So when it was time for me to come out as an artist, they were more receptive to it. You see what I'm saying? So, um, so I started behind the scenes. Um, me, me and my wife, we started with a modeling agency because we were like, you know, how the fuck are we going to meet people? We didn't I know anybody. I get out of. I see you got a lot of I get out of. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. This was this, 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 yeah. So this was get out of. This is during the get out of period. So it was like, it was get out of girls. We started with like fucking four local girls on my block. Um, I grew up with this director named Mills Miller. Who he like he shot mad videos, but he like recently he shot the um Swiss Beats and Little Wayne video, the um mm. on the special delivery beat. But his so I you know I, I knew him. Um, I started with him from there. I started meeting all the directors. Um, it got to the point where I became essentially a casting director, where they would pay me money wow. to to basically do everything for them. So like for example, like an Eve Rivera, for example. Um, you know, instead of him finding a location, finding this, they would just come with a budget. Yo, I need wardrobe, I need makeup, I need this. And we would do all of this shit. Eventually, throughout time, I, I, I said, you know what, I'm going to learn the camera. I taught myself the camera. 
Um, and then I had got my first uh, video with um, with with uh, Snipe Life and um, Jada Kiss, Another Day, Another Dollar. I had edited some videos before that, but that was like the first one. And then from there, it just started catapulting. I was editing videos, editing videos. Um, then I had met Papoose. I was I was editing videos for Papoose, and um, he had this record called Six A.M. Mm. Uh, it, it, it was uh, Ice T, Jada Kiss, Jim Jones, and Pat Poose. He's like, listen, I need this shit done in 17 hours. I got the release party on Tuesday. The video's yeah. not done. And and the thing about that video, I only shot one scene in that video. I shot the intro and I shot the scene of him walking with the two cops. I didn't shoot nothing else, but they gave me the video. And I edited this shit, got it done in time. And that's why I got my first director's credit. And then from there, it was, yeah. from there, it was just... It was it was on and popping like from there. And then I just started shooting Fetty Wap and you know Davies and just you know even you like know, Jay Craig. Editing editing isn't easy. It's, it's, it, it's a pain in the ass. Like right now I'm editing my video. Um, you know I I just shot my first video. Uh, oh, you got some videos coming up. Bro? I got I I got some I got some videos. Um, and, and the thing about film was I used to love film, Todd. Like I used to really love film, but once it became a job. I just didn't like it. It just like it just wasn't fun anymore, and it was just like yeah. I used to really love like you know angles and shit, and um, a lot of people like in the film industry, they they credit me for creating like a a random B roll shot, which is like mm. if you watch a video and you see someone like just put like a random pole or like a random gate. Like I was the first one to do that, and I would do that to fill in the time because a lot of times with these rappers, you didn't have a lot of time with them to shoot their video. So, right. you know, if, if Jada Kiss is coming, if Styles P is coming, I don't got time to sh shoot mad shit with them. So all I have to fill in the B-roll and I will mm. pick random objects, random poles and shit. And um, a lot of people, oh. and, yeah, and no, and this and this is now to this day. That's like, so now, so now that I told you this, when you watch videos, you'll see it in videos. Like, I was yeah, doing, I don't be paying attention yeah, to that now. I had, I had 40 videos in the top box of Worldstar. 40 videos in the top box of Worldstar in like a year and a half. So people were seeing this is when World Star was hot. So people see the videos, see the videos. Um, and yeah, that shit was amazing. And then um at that time I was uh I had the nutcrackers. I still had the nutcrackers popping anyway in the streets, whatever. Um and I was really doing them shits on video sets now because nutcrackers are still popular. Yeah, uh liquor stores were closing, you know. I I would sell fucking two thousand nutcrackers in like a month and uh National Geographic called Wind of That. And um, they DM me on Instagram. I could, I'm on Facebook. I couldn't even believe that shit. I, I mm. thought it was fucking bullshit. Like, yo, I know. I'm national. sure you looked at your phone like, wait. I'm like, what the fuck? National Geographic. They're like, yo, it's National Geographic. We got a show called Underworld Inc. You want to come to New York and meet me? They met me. Boom. I, I did the National Geographic shit. And that shit just, forget it. That shit just took off. Um, and that's where Lord Sears saw me on National Geographic. He saw me on National Geographic. So mm -hmm. liquor. And that's how I and got that's the how shape. 45. And that's how I got the Shade 45. When I first got the Shade 45, I went up as a guest. Then he had got the primetime show. They brought me in as a cameraman. And then Lord Sear basically had got sick. And they didn't really have no one to bust a ministry in oh. place. So I, I started pulling all my contacts from the film shit. I was bringing rappers, bringing guest DJs and shit. And that's how the whole DJ thing started happening too, because I was putting DJ self and putting these niggas on the radio. I said, you know what? I put myself on the fucking radio. I didn't even know how to DJ. I just bought a laptop and just figured that shit out. And the rest like, is history. You was even a you was a guest DJ at a few other places, right? Mm-hmm. Like Matt MSG. Oh, Matt, Matt is where, oh my God, Madison Square Garden. 
that shit. Luckily, luckily, we got to do that Taj before um, COVID nineteen hit. That was in January. Mm. I, I, out of all the things I've done, I, I have to say that right there is the most adrenaline rushing, really? I'm sure, gratifying. But that's yo, a lot of pressure too, because there's yeah. so many people. Yo, there was twenty one thousand people in the garden that night. Um, yeah, but you know, it was weird, Taj, because like, for some reason, like when I was there. And like I started the DJ, like I was shitting bricks. I ain't gonna lie on the way. Yeah, I'm sure. That's not like I know. It's a lot of yo, people. It's different. Yo, on radio, you know yeah. you're heard, but you don't see the people. But then it's just like Yeah. Now that we've got to go over the whole story and you know where, where I come from. Um, I used to ride that train as a kid, you know, down the you know, um, the high school, I went to high school on 18th Street. I used to rob the one train to go sell crack in the village. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to do that type of shit. So the ride to the garden was just crazy. I took the, I purposely took the train because I wanted to feel that shit. Like, I wanted to feel mm. the come up. Um, when I got there and I, I did the pregame warm-ups, it was good. But I ain't going to lie. When they put my fucking name on that fucking, um, on that Jumbotron, Yo, yo, it, it was like honestly, I felt like I was by myself when I was DJing. Like it's so weird. Like everything around me was just black, and I was just in the zone. Like it was right? crazy. It was yeah. like, yo, I got this, and I'm sure yeah. seeing your name was like, like in that moment, like, yo, I, I made it. Like, yo, I'm in the you know garden. What I mean? Like, it, yeah. wow, yeah. my name is there. Yeah, I'm sure you took a photo of that, or of maybe course. even a little clip. Yeah, we, <laughs> but we did it. Sometimes uh, when you try, and sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, I just missed it. But I had I I had one guest that I could bring with me to the garden, and I, I basically brought the guy that I started this music journey with, who's Shot Boogie. A lot of people know him. Um, you know he he's the guy that had a Shade Forty Five. He's also the guy that drives me everywhere. Um, and um. You know, I, I brought him. It was only right that I brought him because he was the one that I had met in the beginning of this journey. And wow. I had him filming this shit. And, and then we did a we did a short documentary on it, like a three-minute documentary. And and we basically, you know, covered everything that we just spoke about, like the whole entire journey in this three-minute documentary. And it culminated in the Madison Square Garden. Wow. That, I'm sure that's inspired. Like right now, I feel like, damn, I can imagine how you felt in that moment. There's no words, Todd. There's no words to describe mm. your name. Being from New York City, growing up in New York City, growing up in the Bronx, you know, we all from New York, and to be able to go to the fucking garden, like the garden, like that shit to DJ. No, not Knicks. even go to actually be the highlight yeah. of the night. Yes, like yo, I had I had three DJ sets mm. that night. So I did pregame uh, workout. I did two minute timeout, and I did halftime. And yo, that shit went by like this, yo, that shit, like that. And the weird thing is, is that the best set that I, the reason why they brought me to the garden was because they, the the actual Knicks hired me to do this. But the reason why they wanted they brought me to the garden was because they wanted me to play what I play on Shade Forty Five. They didn't want the new music. They wanted to. The, they wanted like the you know, hip hop shit, the Naughty by Nature, the Tropical Quest. That's what they the wanted. The good stuff. The good, the the good stuff. stuff. Yeah, but the but the best set that I did was the two minute timeout. I did like uh, I don't know if you're familiar with like David Gutter. Like he does like the like techno type of music. Um, like I, I did like a mix of oh, like Pitbull. Oh, I know, of course. Yeah, so I did I did like a mix of like Pitbull and like Fat Man Scoop. 
Yo, and the garden went crazy when I played that shit because it, it appeals to more people, you know? Yeah, Fat Man School, though. Fat Man School. Yeah, classic. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Yeah. So that shit was just amazing times. Like, I, I still like to this day, like, yo, I can't believe I did the garden. I'm like, sure your heart dropped, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, pre- you, and then after a while, he was like, okay, I got yeah. this. <laughs> pre- previously, um, I would say the highlight of my career was shooting Prodigy for my Beat Flash music video. But I got to say, the garden, that shit. The garden did it. The garden, this is a fucking garden. Like it's it's the state. But I'm sure they would I'm sure you did fantastic. And I'm sure they're like, yo, we need him back. Yeah, no. Whenever, you know, they reopen. No, I was actually talking to them about doing multiple dates. And you know, and and this, you know, I I did the garden January 10th, but they shut the NBA season down. So we, we were talking about doing shit like in the summer. Like, they was mad. Like, they were trying to do content, like, all types of shit. And they were going to bring me back. And then the whole shit just happened right now. Yeah. But you know what? When things get back in order, I'm sure it's going to come back hard. And oh, yeah. What's going you just going to have a whole, I mean, <laughs> like, you don't already. But you're going to have a whole lineup of things. Yeah. I can't wait to see what's next. Oh, my gosh. And then play your music of course that would be dope if you can play play well, COVID-19 and then some yeah yeah I mean I could have I could have played whatever I wanted but I chose to play more commercialized music because I understood that the people that go to the garden are not necessarily all hip-hop right you know True. so so at that point it's like I had to like do the more quote-unquote corporate um, play. Not that they told me, not that they told me I had to do that, but I, I just understand that because I understand yeah. business. You know, so it, it was a conscious decision on my end to say, you know what, I ain't playing none of my records at the garden. I'm going, I'm I'm going to what they want to hear and just take care of the listeners. One of the things that I've learned DJing is the biggest mistake a DJ makes is playing for themselves. So when you yep. play for yourself, it's just and I used to do that in the beginning. Because I'm not a DJ by trade. I used to do that all the time. And I've learned throughout time, you know what? You can't play for yourself. You got to play for the people. Right. Because then you'll, you'll see the crowd, and then yeah. you'll see, and then you'll see this. And, mm-hmm. You know, and then you know, go back. And then I'm sure you get the people that come up to you. Yo, can you play this? Can you play that? Can you play this? Can, yeah. Listen, I got to go with the crowd want to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they don't want to hear reggae. Yeah. <laughs> they want to hear R&B. <laughs> Yeah. I know you mm-hmm. love hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Now what about I mean, I know you're a DJ, so you pretty much play a mixture of things. Um yeah. now what about like R and B? Is that like your thing or of just- course, of course. Anything, anything and, and I think a lot of people will be surprised. Um, you know, even moving beyond that, um, I also play like a lot of soul music. Um, and I'm talking about like 70 soul, like the Manhattans, like Al Green, like, oh. you know, like, like we could get into that pocket as well. Um, and that's just my natural um, growing up. Like I, I grew up in a Hispanic home, obviously, but we grew up in an in a African-American neighborhood, you know, so I grew up around, you know, black people in a sense, you know what I mean? Like my neighbor, everybody, like, right. you know, collard greens, cornbread. Like I grew up around that, all my friends, everything. So my mom, she wasn't listening to Willie Cologne in the crib, like the Puerto Rican shit. She was listening to, mm. you know, the soul records. You know, she was listening to Earth, Wind & Fire. She was listening oh, to Marvin Gaye. 
She was listening to Luther Vandross. Like she oh, was Luther. listening you to can't like play with Luther. We could go know, deep he, into that. Like people yeah, be like, yeah. how you know these people? Yeah. You know, Luther. She would listen to this artist by the name of Gene Plum, who guys Ooh. may not know, but but Gene Plum is um her sample is the win or lose sample, the Bob Deep sample. Like here I go again, weather I so you know, um wow. and that I, I picked up hip hop in general list growing up in that type of household. Got so, it. Because because when you heard Wu Tang, when you heard Nas, when you heard that, that was just all a derivative of that shit. They just sped it yeah. up and just said what the fuck we was going through, you know? Um, but yeah, oh, I love that shit. And and of course I play Spanish. I mean I play everything, reggae, um a lot, a lot of people um, credit me for bringing the Afrobeat sound. Um, mm -hmm. One of the, like, literally the first person. I heard Afrobeats when I went to Jamaica, like, four years ago or something like that. I was just in a random, like, hole-in-the-wall Jamaican spot with nobody in that shit except me and my wife. And the DJ was playing some shit that I'd never heard before. Like, never. Mm. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? Is that? I went to, I went to the DJ. His name is DJ Wi-Fi. Um, I went to I went to him. I'm like, yo, what is this? He's like, yo, this is some shit called um, Afro Beats. And the artist mm. he was playing was was a guy named Techno, and the song was called Thana. Ah. And, um, I took that song back and I started. I like playing. that song. <laughs> I that and that was before like anybody knew about Divido and all that. And I took mm. that record and I took it back to Shade Forty Five, and I started playing um, Afro Beats on the radio. And then it just you know. You know, people, you know, that uh, DJs play what other DJs play. So they'll right. never credit me for it. You know what I mean? But you're not supposed to. It's just you. Yo, what's this? I never heard this before. Let me play this. And then it just, like, good. And I should just take off like that. So I'm talking about right here. The world famous. Check. Look, yo, it's about to be a homie, it's about to be a homie Another homicide when I'm letting off the time. I hit him in his head, leave him dead in the lobby We fled from the body, dead y'all to trap me It's about to be a homie, it's about to be a homie Another homicide when I'm letting off the time. I hit him in his head, leave him dead in the lobby Fled from the body, dead y'all to trap me Check, the flow's marvelous, I'm serving this medicine like a pharmacist The dawn of spitballs of Heron, the young novelist I'm not anonymous, atomic bombing with my armor right. Lift one shot and tilt the world of his axis When the llama spit, I rhyme a fish These is pissed, I'm on surround that Your speaker might catch a seizure The way my rhymes are switching Chick gave top to my main word My swinging in and out of both of they mouse While lane switch phenomenon Came from the streets, got my Ramadan As soon as I speak, they can't eat like it's Ramadan Young and say heat to any beat that he climb upon The upper echelon of the song when the nine is drawn Duck when I'm loading the Glock we can go on the block Word. My young boys ain't holding a shot You took an L from that coke in the pot I spit shell to the smell Have you looking like you smoking a rock? about to be a homie It's about to be a homie Another homicide when I'm letting off the Tammy I hit him in his head Leave him dead in the lobby We fled from the body Dead y'all to trap me It's about to be a homie It's about to be a homie Another homicide when I'm letting off the Tammy I hit him in his head Leave him dead in the lobby Fled from the body there y'all the trap yeah. Back out and let everybody have yeah. Keep squeezing till you see a body drop 
Make sure that everybody in the cash here Or leave them leaking like a motherfucking tie pop You got a problem, pop If you got a problem, pop I don't think with none of you Like when the condom pop Get a car, got the drop Case we can find a mop Leave him laying leaking with his brains oozing out his top We can go shop to shop Bye bye birdie Yours ran out Mine's got 30 I use cold crash so when my hands got dirty Interrogation room shit I stay sturdy And I ain't never worried Gave a f*** about a f*** Tell him so we had to die Feel some way Take the top off the tuna folded and cut Stop asking for the hammer if you ain't gonna jump It's about to be a homie, it's about to be a homie Another homicide when I'm letting off the tammy I hit him in his head, leave him dead in the lobby We fled from the body, dead y'all to try me It's about to be a homie, it's about to be a homie Another homicide when I'm letting off the tammy I hit him in his head, leave him dead in the lobby Fled from the body, dead y'all to try me It's the art of war, son, so my gunners is on the humble Them shots ain't nothing, they humming when they coming through You think I give a fuck how your squad do So put on your shine, that'll give us more reasons to rob you I stay where the riders be, with two cannons So it looks like I got twin midgets on the side of me These better duck when the pump clap The shot of your jump back and roll up on like blunt raps When it come to the bars no one but wizard with it My neck look like hell froze or the blizzard hit it This year, my set go hard Cause we keep dimes a crack the size of a metro card Look, my star product of hard living The bars of God giving the guards repertoire on the yard Spitting the AR, spray a hundred yards and your squad splitting COVID-19 infant graph, this is hard about to be a homie, it's about to be a homie Another homicide when I'm letting off the tammy I hit him in his head, leave him dead in the lab We fled from the body Dear y'all to try me It's about to be a homie It's about to be a homie Another homicide when I'm letting off the tammy I hit him in his head, leave him dead in the lobby Fled from the body Dear y'all to try me I mean this what y'all been waiting for, ain't it? Right The world famous I ain't coming to play no fucking games though the infamous Amadeus About to be your buddy, your buddy Word Yo, grab the ride, though Yeah You doing your thing, you a baby You started a film I mean, videographer Do you still, I mean, you just said you did your video Or you're working on a video for this Yeah yeah, are, I, uh, are you gonna tell us what song? Yeah, or... so the, the first video they're gonna see is this track. This track three in the video is with an artist named Big Dad. Um, and shout out to Graph I, I didn't mention, but um, I collaborated with one producer on this EP. So one producer produced all the whole EP. His name is Graph Watch from Canada. Wow, um, so, so Try Me is the first video. And the amazing thing about it is all the scenes that you see of mine are shot on my iPhone. Wow. So you're not going to be able to tell, but you know, in a sense it's like, I'm kind of cheating a little bit because I am a, a, a videographer. I'm a film guy. Um, but I'll, all the scenes you see on my iPhone, obviously, you know, it's COVID-19. We can't bring a film crew out. Nobody want to be next to each other. So right. I, just have my, I have my wife hold the camera for my shot, my, my phone. Um, I actually have this gimbal right here. I'll show it to you. So um, I got this, this thing right here. It's a, it's a gimbal. It's a, it's a stabilizer for the iPhone, uh, so you can basically move around and shit, and um, you know it doesn't bounce. And then my next video, I'm actually gonna have my kids direct my next video. 
So my kids, my kids are gonna direct my next video. Ah, um, you really I, trying to keep that music in yeah, the industry and the family. Yeah, the next video either be Achu or it'll be Stimulus Package. And my kids are gonna direct my video. My kids are gonna shoot everything you see in the video. So I, with, with nice. this, you know, with, with this thing right here on my phone, they're gonna shoot the video. I mean, and you know, the, the way the way phones are made now is like the fucking cameras on the phones are like it's just as good as my it's, regular camera. It is. It you know? is. So why Even not take like editing photos and stuff? Sometimes sometimes people are like, oh my god, you did it on your phone, yeah. Yeah, everything, yep. All the flyers that I've been putting out, I've been on my iPhone. Like, it's just so amazing how technology has advanced in the last few years. Every year is always something. Yes, it is. I agree. <laughs> I'm just, mm -hmm. my brain is starting to hurt. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> Maybe it's because of the quarantine or whatever, but I'm just like, yeah. Listen, um, it, it's too much, but yeah. you know, we got to keep up. Mm -hmm. We got to keep up. So, mm -hmm. how are you? Staying busy during this pandemic. I mean, I'm you got a yeah. list of things. So. Yeah. Um. Well. Well. Right now. Um. Right now. Um. They, they're gonna start seeing the COVID nineteen EP roll out. So I'm I'm gonna start doing media now and stuff like that. And then of course, I mean, I'm still working at radio. So I mean, I, I'm doing mixing from home and shit. And okay, then you'll I was see. Ask and, about yeah. That. No. Everything's from home. I don't know when the station's opening back up. Like I, I don't know. I don't know what life is gonna be like when we come out of this. I don't think it's gonna be the same as before. I'm almost sure. Like, it's not. I gonna feel be like half of us are gonna be like zombies because we've been so like yeah, cooped in. Cooped mm -hmm. in. It's kind of like when you come out, it's either you're gonna be a a huge burst of energy, like oh my yeah. god, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, mm -hmm. or it's gonna be like oh my god, I'm out, like. Yeah. What do I do? How do I do yeah. it? I forgot. Like, how do you operate? I I think the same thing to do. Like for me personally, when it's time to go back outside, I'm not going out right away. I'm gonna let everybody else go out first. That's me, cause everybody's yeah. gonna be out going crazy, and it's like I'm one. Like if the doctor says, "Listen, uh, don't do this for a week," I'm more like two weeks. Yeah, I put two a weeks, little yeah. time on yeah. top of it because then it's like you don't want to get yourself sick again. Yeah. And yeah. you know, mm -mm. yeah, mm -mm. yeah. And, but and, they're, and they're saying um non-essential um locations and stuff is gonna open back up in June, but then yeah. they're saying the quarantine ends May fifteenth. Yeah, which makes I mean, no sense. Well, well, here in Pennsylvania, it's gonna end May seventh. So, like, starting Monday, they're gonna reopen the liquor stores, but you can't go into liquor stores. So you can take it to go. You know, it's like whatever. Um, but May wait, 7th. wait, what about the bar? It's, it looks like you good. What about the oh, barber shops and stuff? Nah, I did this shit myself. Like, I luckily I learned how to do that. Like, you know, line myself up. Yeah, I was about to say I can't. I thought I was gonna see something always. Nah, I can't do that. Nah, luckily, <laughs> luckily, luckily, like early on, like I learned how to like give myself like a general shape up. One um during my time as a booking agent, like I, I, a lot of people don't know, I was a booking agent. I was fucking booking Method Man and Red Man. Just, I was booking yeah. everybody across the country. Yeah, at one time, um, and I used to be on the road a lot, so I, I couldn't get to a barbershop. Like in some of these towns, you know, the fucking barbershop closed at five o'clock. I'm not even getting to the town at seven o'clock. So I bought a barber blade and I just learned how to like you know just do a general lineup. And, yeah, you know, and sometimes you can't really trust. 
another you can't be niggas on your face. Like, line me up. They be like, yo, yeah. what the hell did you do, yeah. yo? Yeah, they, they, they Zeke and shit is crazy. Like, <laughs> yo. But I mean, it seems like you're so busy. Like during this time, are you like being able to chill? I mean, obviously you have the COVID-19, so you're not really chilling. Yeah. But as far as everything else, are you able to like take back and handle things that you didn't weren't able to finish off? Because, you know, when you're so, so busy, there's things yeah. that you want to put your attention to and you just don't have mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. So do you, would you say that you have the time for it now a little bit or yeah, not so much? Yeah, specifically with the infamous hour, this was a good time to really catapult it because I, I didn't have time before because obviously Shade 45 is a priority. So I, I couldn't prioritize in a sense my own thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you got to be a team player at the end of the day. So if Shade 45 is what it is, team player in, into, into whatever they want to do. Um, but now this whole thing has happened um, I've been able to really focus on the infamous hour. But the problem is that, you know, when you run your own business in a sense, it's like there's always something to do. Like, there's always something to do. So, like, now people are seeing um, my digital FM platform, Live 89. So people are starting to see this thing poke up. Um, mm-hmm. So, so I, I, have a, I have a digital FM platform. So it's, it, it, it's online, but it's ran like FM. It sounds like FM. And I broadcast FM shows from across the country on this one platform, but I'm broadcasting shows that are in smaller markets. So you're not going to see a show from like New York City. You'll see a show from like Pittsfield, Massachusetts, like Mm. New London, Canada. And they're basically, I have a a show from Paris that's on it. And um, they're essentially real hip hop shows. So they're, they're super, it's a Shade 45 format, like the super hip hop shows. And I put them on this this live eighty nine FM uh, platform, so now I've been able to, you know, push that forward. So I have the live eighty nine FM all mixed weekend, um, this weekend coming up um, on Saturday and Sunday, and I'm always looking for shows for live eighty nine, like always looking for new content, you know, people that want to work, um, and that that's something I've been able to focus more on during this time. Dang, so it sounds like you don't really get no sleep. Nah, <laughs> nah. So how do you? How do you? Like, I mean, I'm sure your wife understands it, you know, yeah. but yeah. how do you make time for family? I, I mean, it happens. I'm sure yeah. that she, you know, does family come with you to some events sometimes? Yeah. Like, yeah. how does that, how do you balance yeah. that? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm home now, so I, I am physically here, you know, so that makes a difference. I think it was a little more rough. Um, but we were able to go outside because I would go to New York for like three, four days at a time. Basically, instead of me traveling back and forth from my home to New York, I would just go to New York and just stay there. So, but I think my kids are very understanding of, of um, the situation. And I, I also think that they're inspired by it because it makes them want to become business owners themselves. So their aspirations are not like, oh, I want to, you know, fucking work at Walmart, you know, I don't want right. to work at, in a corporation. I want to own my own business. I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, whatever, whatever it is that they want to do. I want to do real estate. I want to do whatever. So I think them watching me has helped them have these type of like different aspirations. Yeah. There's definitely nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's been, you know, it's, it's good. They're, they're very understanding. Plus, you know, I have four teenagers in the house. So like they they're in their own fucking Oh yeah, world. they just like, like yeah. yeah. 
They they fucking they, they're quarantined every minute themselves. They, they don't gotta have a quarantine. They in the room. They want to play PlayStation. You know, my girls want to be talking to boys. What the fuck is like? You know what? It's oh man, <laughs> tough times for you, huh? Oh my god, I'm going through that shit right now. <laughs> tough times, but listen, it's actually a good time because I mean, it is social distancing. So yeah, this is the first time to be socially want, distant, but yeah. you can't go nowhere. This is the best time to be socially distant. Absolutely. I mean, are they on TikTok like everybody else? Yeah, my kids are definitely on TikTok. My my kids actually, and I actually um go to my kids or I find out certain people that you see me with through my kids. Like for example, so like Ron Suno. Like I had Ron Suno on the Instagram. Like I found him out through my kids. And my kids are like your dad. Look at you know. And my kids, they don't come to me unless they, cause they know I want bars. They know what it's about. They also know that I'm. I'm receptive to the new generation. Let's not get it twisted. Like I, I like to listen to like a little auto tune every once in a while. Like you know, mm. DJing the strip clubs. A little bit. A little bit. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I had to. Um, and and people have heard me say this before. Um, I had to sit my kids down, and I, I needed to understand what it what it was that I was listening to. And at the end of the day, this is their version of hip hop, and it's not anybody's business or priority to judge them on that. And Every generation has the same thing. So, for example, like when I was growing up, when I was listening to Snoop Dogg, when I was listening to mm. Nas, other than Mob Deep, mm. my parents thought that wasn't hip hop. Why? Because yeah. this hip hop was violent. It's aggressive. This is garbage hip hop. This is not hip hop. Their version of hip hop was Rock Him and mm-hmm. you know fucking you know uh, Grandmaster wow. Flash and you know Run DMC. Run DMC. So we have to, as, as older people, we have to look at it that way but we also have to tell our kids that at the end of the day the main difference between the two is that these kids just do not respect the art of emceeing and that doesn't make you a rapper so that's that's where the line gets drawn it's like all right i understand it's your version of hip-hop i understand all of that but y'all niggas is not respecting being a rapper the flip side to this though Todd, is that it's also because they don't have an r&b genre I, I started to realize that they don't have an R&B giant. They have no R&B music. So these kids are fucking singing. They don't have R&B. What are they listening to exactly? What did Chris Brown, I mean, what did he talk about? He's talking about the same shit that Travis Scott is talking about. What's the difference? There's no R&B music. So they're creating their own, you know, robotic R&B in a way. It's like right. fucking weird, Todd. It is. like you know. I know. I know. Sometimes you're like, what the... Hell am I listening to you? Yeah, it's fucking bad. But yeah, it's like you can't give up because sometimes it sounds crazy in the beginning and after a while you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard some songs too, because you know, being associated with radio, you get sent music a lot. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and then it's like, you know, th- then the other aspect comes into it is like, you know, I, I work at a station where you know, this is this is this is this is the Mount Rushmore of hip hop on my station. You got Sway, like I said, you got DJ Premier, you got Static Selector, you got DJ Woo Kid, mm. you got Woo yo, you got all. I mean, you got all of these the heavy hitters. Yo, you got all of these elite DJs. Like, how do you expect to come up and send me a record where you can't come in the studio and do that same thing? You can't come in the studio unless you coming in. I've only seen one kid in this whole time that we've done this showcase actually come with like a mobile auto tune setup. 
Like he literally came with like a vocal shit. Like it was like a box that he came with. He plugged it into the mixer and he was doing auto tune live. If you're not doing that, why the fuck are you coming to my station singing when you, you know what I mean? Like what do you you sound crazy? Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know, but you know what? Some people need to, you know what? And I would say it's either we learn, because we both started somewhere. Of course, mm-hmm. you started way before I have. But we both started somewhere, and it takes learning from others. It takes learning from your own. It takes researching yeah. to know what and what not to do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and some people think, too, like, oh, my God. Like, they probably just looking, because I would look at you like, yo, he's, he's, a, he's a cool guy. He seems like mm-hmm. a cool guy to me. And then sometimes they don't think professionally. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's cool. I met him somewhere and you know, I'm here. And you're like, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know? Um, and sometimes you gotta it's a when you show yourself, like, you know, well, maybe moving forward, you try to give advice, like, hey, uh, you know, you may wanna have this together next time because yeah. some people will look at music or whatever and not even say anything about it. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, um, just to further what you're saying this is the music business so Mm -hmm. and again you'll hear me say this all the time it's 90 percent business 10 percent music if you're entering a showcase or you're entering an arena where you know it's a shade 45 dj then you know you should already know for a fact what it is that you have to do and if you don't know that that's actually your fault because Mm -hmm. you need to be as as an artist you need to be prepared at all times yeah. And again, it just comes back to the same thing. So you see like a lot of guys right now, they, they're dropping this and dropping that. What if you walk in the room and Sway is there? Sway is the number one radio platform in the world. Hip-hop. Mm. Bigger than the Breakfast Club. He has more listeners than the Breakfast Club. He's the biggest radio personality. All these kids want to get on Sway. Right. What are you going to do when you go to Sway? What are you going to do exactly? So at the end of the day, you still have to be a MC, and if you're not a rapper, then don't call yourself a rapper. Call yourself a trap and be artist. Call yourself like this is we we gotta start defining this, Taj. We gotta start separating. Yeah. Like we, yeah. we gotta separate. Like, you can't call yourself a rapper if you can't rap. You know, right? You the can't same say you do freestyle and you you can't, you can't freestyle. freestyle. At the same time, one of the things that I've learned about doing the showcase, I think that um kids have seen that I reward guys who can rap, so they start to rap. And that is just the whole point of what I did. It's like, you know what? Let me show these kids that if you actually rap, I can reward you because you go into this showcase, you ain't getting nothing. You go into this showcase, you ain't getting nothing. You come to my showcase, you actually have the chance to actually go. So they right. see one guy go. They see two guys go. Right. Now five, now five guys down the line, like, hold the fuck on. Wait, I want to go too. So let me go back. Let me write my bars. And then they come back, you know, three, four times. Yo, listen, I wrote this shit. I want to spit this shit. And then I'm like, all right, bet. So now we got it together. And then they now we the got something. That's what's yeah, up. So. But so, Mr. Director, producer, guru, we gonna just call you Guru. Thank you. That's gonna be your your nickname, right? I'm sure you're okay with that, Imp Guru. It's all good, baby. That because you know people don't know, but they need to know what it is, right? I mean, are you gonna keep giving us more? I mean, you already have a lot going on. You gonna keep giving us more? Yeah. So, um, I actually have the next single off my off the any day now series um it's a record called you it's a it's a straight like r&b record 
So it, it's oh, straight like, it's straight oh, like, gee. yeah, it's straight like, of course I'm spitting bars and, and the song is about some shit that I went through. So it's like a real personal, like I'm actually going to start giving them like insight into like my life now in a sense. So it's a straight R&B record and it's good. It's a kind of a preview of where my sound is going to go. Um, I, I would like to get my sound into like the common, like, you know, common, like, uh, Jay Dilla, like Talib Kweli, like, Got it. I, I, I mean, like the acoustic sound of it, like the way that it sounds. You're still going to get the 90s bars. You're still going to get the, you know, if you want to call me Jadakiss or Cannon or whatever the fuck you want to sound, you're still going to get that, but you're just going to get a different vibe. You know what I mean? So, Speaking um, of Jada, I'm, st- I'm sure when you still wear talking, I'm sure people walk by and turn around and be like, Jada? You yeah, don't get that I, 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 I get that a lot. I, I get that a lot. I, I I I don't actually sound like Jada Kiss like and um and actually if you go to YouTube there's a um a video Jada Kiss that I shot it's um it's a uh, Jada Kiss gets the key to Jersey City so if you mm. look it up it's actually me and Jada Kiss talking it's me interviewing Jada Kiss mm. I shot this and I interviewed him when he got the key to Jersey City um and we actually don't sound nothing alike it's just people will always relate something new to something they know. This is how life is. So, like, if you see, like, a car, you're like, this car looks like this car. Or if you eat a burger, this burger tastes like this sandwich. Like, this is how life is in general. So um, I try not to get upset about it. I think it kind of irks me a little bit when people just say things just to say it. Like, you're just saying shit to say it. Um, But, you know, I have a raspy voice, and I can't change it. You know, it is what it is. Hey, I sound like myself. I'm infinite what I sound like. Take it Uh, or leave it. leave it, yo. Mm -hmm. I sound yeah. like myself. <laughs> I, I, I sound like myself. When I did, uh, when I did uh, Lord Sear, which is the show I work on, that was the first question he asked me in the interview. He's like, yo, but niggas say you sound like Jada Kiss. Like, he threw me off with that shit. But you know, I'm glad he did that. Just to get mm. it out the way. Like, let's get out the way. Let's address, let's address the elephant in the room right now. You, mm. Niggas say you sound like this nigga. What do you think? This is what I think. Boom. Now we can move on. Right. Because it's it's kind of tough to come up with something just straight in the beginning, like, oh, okay, so this is what it's going to be like now. Yeah. It kind of yeah. kills the mood. It does. You, you it gotta, does. You got to give me something to build me back up, because now, yeah. like, you mm-hmm. know, and I say, for instance, like, if somebody call me by my middle name, that's mm-hmm. a mood shift for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's you super. Got, you can't be like, weird. yo, so what's your middle name? Like, yeah, it, it, it's weird. Be- it's weird. Um, on, on the flip side, I think that when people actually look into my catalog, um, I think their opinion of who I sound like would change once they realize that you actually know niggas. Mm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like, like I, used to, I used to manage Snipe Life, D-Block. You know what I mean? Um, if people saw the clip of Jadakiss, I think he was like on ESPN or some shit. He was saying like, yo, this nigga look like my man Snipe. You know, Snipe is on my album right now. Snipe has been on my last three albums. Um, you know, I shot videos to Stowski. Welcome to New York. I shot videos to Jada Kids. Like, I, I've been around these niggas. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I, I went on tour with these niggas. Like, I know these niggas. So, um, I think yeah. when they know, I think, I think when they see that. But, again, they're just looking at it from the perspective of, like, he's a DJ trying to rap, and he sounds like this nigga. They don't really know the whole backstory. You know what I mean? And I'm not really thinking, Yeah. I'm not There's really people in that's not gonna even try. Yeah, I, and I really don't care, honestly, because I'm not in it for this. I've never been in it for fame. I've never been in it for 
likes. I'm, I'm in this shit for the bag, period. I want the right. bag, feed my family. I got my family out the hood. I'm good. Y'all niggas say whatever the fuck y'all want. I really don't give a shit. Like, it's cool. I'm infant, y'all. That's what y'all need to know. <laughs> and I'm better than y'all niggas anyway. Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Let's talk about but it. But I know you were saying journalism. I know we got to wrap up, but I know you were saying journalism is something that you want to get into, right? Yeah. I mean, that's um, what I'm going like, now with the infamous hour. So, so like being a journalist, like, you know, being like, um, I don't want to be controversial. Like, I don't want to be that. I just want to get to the point, the facts, um, have interactive content with the people. And and that's how you last. And like, like, so what we're doing right now, like straight conversation, like that's how you last. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you eventually see yourself, um, having your own magazine? Yeah. Well, I had a magazine. Matter of fact, I, got I know. One, I, that's why I did that. I said. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm pulling it right now. Oh, I got one here. Hold on, I had, I had my magazine. Uh, this is one of them. I can get at them. Yeah, so this is uh, this was volume five. So I had uh, Papoose on one side. Oh shoot! And then I had AZ on the other. Oh, that's cute. I like how you flip. Yeah, and um, and basically, I I used to do double editions, and like a lot of the guys that you see like on social media. Like I was like one of the first. I was like the first people. One of the the first nigga to put niggas in, in news is like Cortez. Like Cortez, you see Cortez. You know this is this is fucking wow. damn near six seven years ago. You know, like um. So it's the same concept of cut. Look, uh, look at D Chambers. I know a lot of guys see D Chambers. You know, so D Chambers. Wow. I mean, I mean these are you know I put a lot of these guys on the newsstands for the first time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure they will never forget that. Of course not. So I, I think a lot of people don't really understand the relationships that I have, but it's, I've done a lot. But um, I get out of magazines. I would love to do another magazine. Um, it's definitely on my agenda. The last magazine that we did, but it never came out, was Cardi B and um, Chinks. Um, that was the last mag, and it just never came out because Chinks died, and then, you know, Cardi B fucking blew up. Um, yeah. I would love to do a, another mag, and I think that now is a good time, Taj, because yeah. everything everything vintage is coming back. So, like, you know, cassettes, fucking vinyl. So, you know, I think a magazine will be good. And I definitely want to look into doing another I Get Out of Magazine. And that'll just bring more people to you. More people, more right? <laughs> <laughs> more responsibility. And what about the modeling? No, nah, that shit is over. That shit was no? a for me. Man, it was over, yeah. That shit. I, I think that time is gone now, too. Like, the whole modeling shit. Is gone. Like the, the models now are the are the bartenders, you know, of, of clubs and shit. Um, the actual model aspect is gone. That shit is gone. Like it, it, I think we caught the end of it. The Get Adam girls, and I'm very grateful for all the all the Get Adam girls. I mean, I had like 25 of them at one time. You know, mm. like I'm I'm super grateful for all those girls because those those girls. Are, are, are my original road dogs that I was running with in this industry that got me where I needed to go. You know, my, my work with them is what got me the relationships with, you know, directors and being on mm. Shane. It, it all started with them. So I'm forever grateful for them, bro. So I definitely want to say also that I hear you're very um, popular with uh, being an interviewer for celebrities. Yeah, that is, uh, that, that that's getting around now too, I see. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you know why? Like, is it because you know you're just that cool guy? They know that you're 
a great businessman? Maybe I just maybe I just asked the right question. Um, I also think too, like when the camera comes on, it's like automatic for me. Right. So so it's like you know, like before here, I was just eating a lasagna. Like you know, I mean, the camera comes on. I mean, obviously, we're more in a calm environment. But when the camera comes on, it's it's very just like you know, it's it's natural. Like yeah, I I don't. I don't. I think I asked the right questions. I think I, I stay not being controversial, and I think uh, you know people I interview they like that. They enjoy that. I'm not like trying to dig in a business. I'm trying to ask right. the general questions that the people want to hear. I said I'm not here to start controversy or do shit for clout, man. Fuck that. Let's talk about what's going on. Yeah. Let's talk about your resume and do that. Exactly, because people don't take to that. Like yo, you going way too deep. Yeah. <laughs> way hey, too deep. I'm impressed because you're able to keep a conversation for an hour. That shit is not fucking easy. <laughs> it is Hello? not easy to do that. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, it it's not, not easy. easy. You know, but after a while, you know, we quick learners. After a while, it just comes natural. Like you know. Yeah. So and all your episodes you do like this? It's an hour. Every episode an hour. Yeah, because you know, one person is kind of hard. Like when people like first people didn't want Zoom interviews. They're yeah. like, oh, I'll just wait. I'd rather have the person to person. And then as they saw time went by, and to me, if I just do one person for two hours, okay. the next interview won't be till yeah. I don't know when. So yeah, I just try to be fair and give everybody an hour, yeah. which goes by yeah. so fast. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, but I'm at the station, it'd be a whole yeah. bunch of people at once, you know, yeah. try to make it fun and everything, but... Yeah. I think that what we're doing right now will eventually become the new norm. I, I just I, I don't I don't I don't know if it's gonna be the way it was before, Taj. I don't I don't no. know, man. You see my face. I don't like... know. May, maybe in time, but I don't know, Taj. The, the shit that happened right now was fucking crazy. It is. Cause even like, when things get back to where we can go out, people are still gonna be looking at each other like, yo. Like, yo, motherfuckers got the cooties. Like, New York got the cooties. Like, yo, it's you like, said the coo- yo, you took it back. you like, dude, oh. like, you're like, yeah. dude, you got the cooties. <laughs> do, we, do kids do that anymore? I already know. I don't know. know, man, but that's what it just looked like. And again, I'm in Pennsylvania, so I'm looking at this shit from the news perspective. So I can imagine how the rest of the world looks right now. Like, New York looks crazy. Like, it looked like the fucking whole state got the cooties. Like, it's like, <laughs> I'm from New York. That's my town, but it's fucking crazy. I know. Like, and what makes it worse is that you don't even have to have symptoms, which is crazy. So, yeah, yo, look at all the people that have been dying. Like, Fred the Gossip just died. Yeah, fucking, I know. Rest um, in peace to him. Like, um, I was um, looking forward to interviewing him as well, but, oh. Yeah. There's another guy that um he did like a lot of shows. His name is Black Lotto. Um, he he did a lot of showcases. He was working on building like a New York festival, like how how A3C is and like South by Southwest in New York. He died. Yo, there's a lot of people that have passed away from this COVID nineteen shit. It's so no it's like, joke. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. are not taking it seriously still. I know in the beginning Man. people was like, eh. Man. But then after a while, I'm like. It's it's real people. Yeah. I mean, it's, we've been in quarantine for what, like a month now. Like, if you More haven't looked that. up about it yet, come on. We're going on two months right now. We've been in quarantine. You know, oh. we're going on two months, and in the beginning, like I didn't really know nothing about it. Like, so I had did I had did my birthday party on March 9th. I did a concert, 
yo, and the concert was light. It was mad light. And I didn't I didn't realize why at that time. I just thought like, yo, maybe it's a Monday, nigga, they want to come out. Yeah. Then when I then when I did my actual birthday party on the eleventh, um, they canceled the NBA season. Like while I was doing my podcast. And Todd, when I tell you there was nobody at the birthday party. I'm like I Shit was um, empty. I'm one like, you know, I will get certain distinctive information from people, right? Mm-hmm. And I hold it to myself until I feel like this is real. And I had a friend that actually sent me info, like, listen, we, in just a few hours, we're about to be quarantined. This, this, everybody, Everything's going to be shut down. Da, da, da. And I looked at it like, oh. but then I said, yo, this is about to be real. And I forwarded it to my family and close friends. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people was like, you think so? Really? I'm like, yeah, yeah this Not is real. real. And, and mm-hmm. look what happened. It got crazy. Shut down. Yo, it so, got crazy. Like, and it happened so fast. So I, I remember, like, so I, I, I had my birthday party on the 11th. The 12th, when I went to the station, I DJ on Thursday. They're like, listen, the whole station's about to get shut down. This COVID-19. Then it starts becoming real. Like, it starts affecting you, like, work. Like, you're like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Then yeah. St. Pat- Patrick's Day, that was my wife's birthday. They shut New York Why down. Why we all Pisces? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I need the alarm, but what the fuck? That's your fight. Oh, I'm the 19th, so I can't. Oh, so that your so your shit got shut down. That was a yeah. Tuesday, so Thursday, I had my showcase that day. Everything shut down. See you later. Yeah, I was tight. Yeah, I was tight. They lucky it ain't a milestone for me. This I was oof. Yeah, it'd be crazy, right? Yeah, but you know what? A, when it, it ends, we're gonna be partying like crazy. She got a party. It was her 40th birthday. Like, shut down. The whole New York, the oh. world shut down. Yeah, but, you know, it is what it is. At least, at least everybody's safe. Everybody's safe now. Yeah. And um, let's just see what happens, Don. Let's see, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I thank you for this interview. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate yes. it. Yes. Oh, are you going to be, um? well, when this is over, are you going to be continuing with the having your weekly? Showcase? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got to see exactly what is going to happen. I don't know. Like, right now, to be honest, like, I'm shifting everything to online. This is this is the one thing that quarantine has taught me. And for anyone who's listening, you know, uh, you know each one teach one. Um, right. The only, the only people surviving right now are people that have things rolling online. So this is the one thing. The one thing that has picked up is online. Streaming is up 2,000%. Yeah. Everything is up online. So it's very important to just roll these things out to life moving forward, like even what we're doing now. Like, it's all good to have the fucking interview, like, in the studio. But you know what? This is more comfortable for everybody. And I think, again, this will probably end up being the new norm. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. But I'm happy this is, you know, it's happening now, I guess. Because yeah. if it was back in the day, I can imagine because technology oh, nah, was man. not like this. Yeah, nah, we'd be fucked up. And it'd be nah, like, yo, fucked. I'll see you when I see you. Yeah. Like, literally, you not even yeah. on the phones, nothing. Yeah. yeah, but it's like you don't even miss nobody because you see niggas all the time. Like, you know, it's like you go on, you go on and there's a hundred niggas on live. It's like, it's fucking crazy. And you know what I just thought about too? When it gets back to things, it's going to be tough because when you see somebody you haven't seen in a while, I'm a hugger. I'm like, oh, hey. Now I got to be like. It's not going to be the same. It's not. It's going to be hey. weird. 
how yeah, you you're you gonna be like this the elbow like yo. yo i don't even know if we could even do that because you gotta you gotta do the old school kid and play with the with yo the yo listen you taking it back on all these people right now yo well <laughs> the but, back of the day method is gonna work yes but you know i want to say thank you so much once again thank you for and me. um please tell everybody where to follow you at I already know your music is everywhere. Yeah. Literally everywhere. Yeah, literally everywhere, yeah. Um, yeah, so the Infamous Amadeus, all social media platforms, at the Infamous Amadeus. My new EP, COVID-19, is out right now, all streaming platforms. Check it out, COVID-19, Infamous Amadeus. Uh, make sure you tune in to me, Sirius XM, Shade 45, the Lord's Here Special, every single Thursday, throwing the, doing the throwback edition of the Drunk Mix. I play nothing but Golden Age classics, 90s, 2000s. Um, my last mix that I did that I'm gonna post on my SoundCloud was a new Jack Swing mix. It was heavily inspired by the Babyface and Teddy Riley battle. So mm -hmm. I play that type of shit. Um, I take requests, I give shout-outs, and just hit me up if you're someone there. And make sure you subscribe to my podcast, The Infamous Hour. I iHeartRadio. Love y'all. Peace and blessings. And let's not forget, just in case none of y'all listen to that, and even if you did, all you gotta do is Google him. Yeah, true. You one of those people, <laughs> just Google me. Yeah. I you can said, say that, your I'm title. To, nah, I'm trying to be humble. I'm humble about it. Listen, I ain't always have that. So you can Google me though if you want. You just figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Just Google him. Yeah. And throughout this show, you're going to be hearing his music, guys. Just yes. So you know. Yes. All right. COVID 19. And mm -hmm. thank you again. And make sure y'all tune in tomorrow night. Profit Radio in the Comfort Zone. Mm -hmm. ah, just continue to listen to WEMS Radio. You heard it here with M. The game is infested with lanes, I came to correct it Manifested from the streets, I never left it They gave birth to a beast, at least they respect it Appreciated, came to short, at least we made it His lives get cut short, abbreviated Fives, cause in they eyes I see the hatred It's kinda funny, they realize that we can make it Arch nemesis, been spitting before Genesis Spit with emphasis, so when I spit, they remember this Rap effortless, they prejudice to my cleverness That's why I inject aggressiveness in my sentences Never sober, jumping out the rover The barrel on the toaster, spin around like a rotor I'm colder, for exposure, I might roast ya The 45 will put you in a bag like a grocer A soldier, the future's in the eye of the beholder I rap at a thousand horsepower like a motor I'm older, alone, a pockets on boulder But my wrist frozen like Minnesota And I told her it's over
hustle boy, we bout getting paid in the streets And we go hard, the AR and the K for the beat Click that on button, somebody gotta lay by the priest And that Springfield 40 fit is staying with me I keep the truck around and it's free to see We're here to take the game to another level Stun on these with the rose gold flooded bezel Keep a couple backies on deck, I put my bucks on freckles My click full of rebels, hit the battle, whipping the metal We do you f***ers like Mitch's blue flame under kettles The two cleaner wrestles send you to meet the devil Stay in your lane, little f***ers, that's a man's hustle I put that road out, my f***ers in the can, I'll touch you